Hi, this is Quinn Wynn and Jesse Chu, co-founders of Paper Talk. Welcome to season five. We're here to share our paper flower journey, engage with makers and artists, and support other female entrepreneurs. Follow along as we give a voice to and nurture a community of paper florists from around the world. Hello, hello. We are so, so excited. First of all, I want to say that in the past six, seven months, Jesse and I have been meeting up with our awesome Boston students every single month and showing them how to do paper flowers. And our biggest goal, the reason why we create Awesome Blossom is to actually show you how to arrange all the amazing flowers together because we see your amazing flowers, but we see the missing element of you actually knowing how to arrange your flowers in a beautiful, modern way that fresh flower people are actually doing right now. And you guys, I'm so excited. Literally, Jesse and I just hopped off the phone call with Martina over at Carnitectica Rossi. And oh my God, you guys, the goodie bags that we are putting together for you guys are out of the world. It's going to be <laughs> super amazing. And we're elevating even more. And I was showing bags to Jesse and Jesse was like, how about this one? I was like, whoa, that's really out of our budget, <laughs> but we're like, you know what? We need to invest in the students. And I love the bag. I was looking at it like, I would totally use this. So it's mm-hmm. something extraordinary, not your usual hope bag. It's not your usual right. canvas bag. It is something flower power. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something that you will use on a yes. regular basis mm-hmm. and it's going to be well worth it. Because what's the yes. point of getting like a tote bag that you're never going to use again? <laughs> exactly. Unless it's for grocery bag and it gets dirty and then you <laughs> yeah. just throw it in the washer. This one, you guys, you can still go to the farmer's market and look stylish, but it's it's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, I want one myself. Yes. <laughs> we think you would too. But that's only a small component of it. I think the other big component is actually what's inside the bag. And yeah. yes, if you want to see what it is, you have to come or at least follow mm-hmm. us on the stories because I'm pretty sure all the students that are coming will be tagging and letting you know all the fun goodies that they'll have. <laughs> I am dancing right now because absolutely amazing because who doesn't love a good goodie bag? <laughs> so yeah, you guys, you have to come to our workshop. We've decided <laughs> within the last like two weeks yes. that this is happening. This in-person yeah. workshop is happening for Awesome Blossom. It's going to be at Hope Flower Farm in Virginia from May 13th to May 15th. So it's a two-day workshop. The May 13th is a meet and greet. And then the May 14th and May 15th is when we really get down and dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Making paper flowers and also fresh flowers too. We're going to have fresh flowers there. So let's go yes. over. Um, oh, before we do, you guys, we have to tell you that particular weekend is International Paper Flower Day. How magical is it to be being surrounded by other paper flower artists and making paper flowers to all celebrate Paper Flower Day. It's going to be absolutely amazing and going to be such a fun day. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Because <laughs> on the Saturday, which is the day one, we're actually teaching how to make two paper flowers. And yes. we are going to be using this new lineup of 90 grams paper from Cardo Technica Rossi. That is yes. like, we are so excited to get our hands on those papers. And it's not available yet for you guys. So in May, you're going to get your hands on them. Yes. And the cool thing as I mean, I'm just going to spill a little bit of the beans. You guys will get several, not just one or two or three, but multiple rolls of these new colors. So when you do come, make sure you leave a little bit extra room in your luggage because these rolls are kind of long. <laughs> You're going to need at least, I think, 20 inches. But anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So Saturday, we're going to be making paper flowers. Sunday is all going to be arranging in the morning. We're going to be mm-hmm. arranging the paper flowers that our Awesome Blossom participants have made for the, <laughs> for the last eight months. And any other flowers you else you want to bring, like if you want to bring additional flowers, go ahead. You can include the flowers that we teach you on the Saturday. If you're not part of our Awesome Blossom virtual workshop series, that's okay. Bring whatever flowers you want to arrange. We're going to be teaching how to arrange paper flowers and we'll be doing it right in front of you. And also, you guys, because Holly Chapel is going to be there, you know her Hollish style is all about abundance. And because that particular farm that she owns is a working flower farm. So we are going to be out in the fields cutting flowers. We'll have buckets and buckets of flowers because it's going to be amazing. We want to surround ourselves with flowers in fresh and paper form. So don't worry if you can't make all the flowers. We want you to make them. I think that would be the magical part of understanding how paper flowers can weave into fresh flowers because that's a really magical element. It's like if you have this beautiful peony that you made and it's in the middle of December where nobody can get peonies, you will have a peony on your Christmas table because you made it and it's extra Mm -hmm. special. And so we want to talk about the pros and cons of paper flowers and the pros and cons of fresh flowers and how to weave those two elements together because they act very, very differently. Mm -hmm. Both have pros and cons. And that is the really magical and fun part of being a paper artist is You can actually make things in every sorts of color, any sorts of size, any, like pretty much if you can imagine, you can probably make it. And I think that's why both Jesse and I have fallen in love with paper flowers is because it gives us this magical freedom to weave in our love of flowers. Like it's so magical. I love it. (laughs) We're going to be using Holly's pillow as well. So that's super exciting. She's going to show us how to use it properly. And we're going to use it for the paper flower arranging. And then when she's going to show us, and you're going to do this alongside her, when she's going to show us mm-hmm. how to arrange like for Holly-ish style, me arranging a bouquet that you can take home with you. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited to see that. We're going to see two different styles really of arranging, two different types of mediums. So yes. it's going to be really, really cool. I mean, I can just imagine the techniques that we're going to be sharing and Holly showing us how she makes the bouquets. I can just imagine that I would take those techniques and apply it exactly the same for my paper flowers. We're also going to have a professional style shoot of them Mm -hmm. because we'll we'll have a photographer, we'll have a videographer as well. And that's because we are going to record the paper flower arrangement portion, uh, workshop portion, live and recorded because we might have people from the Awesome Awesome Virtual Workshop. If you guys can't attend, you guys will be able to watch it live and recorded. Yeah. And you can ask your questions and that will be the only portion of the entire workshop that we're going to be broadcasting live. So if you can't make it, you won't be able to access the two other paper flowers that we'll be teaching. So I'll be teaching a periwinkle hydrangea. And Jesse, what are you going to be teaching? The snake head fritillaria. So that's going to be really fun, which just gives you a hint of what colors to expect in these new 90 gram Italian crepe paper. It's going to be so amazing. You guys don't have to bring any materials or supplies. We'll have all that. Yep. We're giving you a fresh pair of scissors and some other goodies along with goodies. that. We'll give you mm-hmm. all the wires, all the papers that you need to make the paper flowers with us and probably adding lots more goodies. So if you're dealing with fresh flowers, there's a lot of different components that you'll be mm-hmm. will be adding to your goodie bag. Yes. All of your breakfast and lunch meals will be included during mm-hmm. workshop days. We don't want you to worry about that. We want you guys to yeah. be nice and full and ready to go at 9.30 a.m. on each day. There is a meet and greet that's optional on the Friday and we expect Mm -hmm. that there'll be some fun (laughs) 
finger snacks and maybe a little bit of liquid goods as well. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can fly in on the Friday and do the meet and greet with us, we would be so excited to meet you ahead of time. Yeah, so get a chance for everyone to get to know each other and just kind of relax because it's going to be a very intimate group. Again, we only will have 20 students in our group. So you'll get to know everybody by first name and we'll have a really beautiful setting because at Holly Farm, she actually has three beautiful barns and we're going to be choosing, I think, one or two of them that we're working out of because we're going to be sitting down on Saturday to make the paper flowers. But on the following day, we're going to be walking around the farm and we're going to be standing to do the arrangement because with her style, it's better if you're standing because you're going to be picking flowers from the bucket. You're going to be cutting. You're going to be just doing so many amazing things. And I have to tell you, I've known Holly since 2019 and just me being in her atmosphere, I've learned so much about flower arranging. And I've also been in kind of behind the scenes right now working with her on some of her virtual workshop that she's been doing and the techniques. She's such an amazing teacher, you guys. If you have not had the chance to like follow her on Instagram, she's so personal. She has the biggest heart. She has seven kids and she (laughs) is just bigger than life. And I'm so excited to introduce you guys to her because your arranging, your understanding of flowers is going to be so elevated after this particular workshop. Just so excited. It's also peony season. And I I don't think I'll ever see as many peonies as I will hit there. <laughs> right? Oh my God, it's going to be magical. The varieties and oh my yes. God. I have some peonies, but I'm so afraid to cut them because once you cut them, their life just gets shortened so much. So I just stare at them. I can never really <laughs> bring it inside the house because I just like, I don't want to cut it. I just want to enjoy it. And you'll have an opportunity to understand how to cut them, how to take care of them. And we'll show you how to arrange it. Arrange along them. Yeah. with Yeah. And in the Awesome Blossom, Jesse is teaching how to do the bomb peony. And so that's going to be very, very magical to put your paper one next to a real one. And then the, I think the fun part, the challenge is, can a person see which one's fake and what one's real? I think that's the really fun part. I can't wait to see it. And I think another thing that's really, really magical is we will have a professional photographer on site to take pictures of the arrangement itself. And we're also going to take a little bit of time. I'm not quite sure when the three days, but I really want to show you. I've been experimenting a lot with how to take videos on your phone and how to create those darn reels or TikTok videos, how to piece it together because it's it's a little bit more preparation than you would think. And so I want to talk about that and really help your video game on Instagram because Instagram is all about the reels right now. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be so beautiful. We're going to see so many reels of beautiful flowers, right? Oh. And we're going to celebrate International Paper Flower Day together. <laughs> exactly. And we're going to have a competition because, you know, I love competition. So whoever is going to be tagging, producing the most videos and sharing about the workshop, we have an amazing prize that we are going to share with you. We're still working it together, so we'll announce it in person at the workshop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you guys have any questions, feel free to DM us. We do have a landing page that you can go to. Just go to our website, www.papertalkpodcast.com, and there's a banner. Click on it. All the details are there. You can also buy your tickets there. Now, tickets are available starting March 25th, but if you are a golden ticket holder, so if you are 
participating in the Awesome Blossom virtual workshop series, you have a golden ticket and you get access to a spot right now. So you can buy your ticket right now and get an additional $500 discount, which is amazing. Like we just wanted, we wanted really, really badly to thank you guys for being with us for the last eight months and believing in our art, supporting Paper Talk. We just wanted to give you guys something great. So you guys have first dibs and don't wait until March 25th because there's only 20 spots. It is limited. We want to make it intimate and personal and uh, we want to see you guys there. Yeah. Yeah. DM us if you have any questions or email us at info at papertalkpodcast.com. Love to chat with you. More importantly, we'd love to see you in person. The past two years has been long and I'm ready to meet people again and hang around the fireplace and chat and hug you guys. And (laughs) oh my gosh, that's going to be absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. Yay. We hope to see you there, you guys. Hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. I hope you guys have been enjoying our season five. There have been so many good podcasts on people explaining about their why, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I want to go a little bit more on the why I'm doing the 100-day project. Yes. I've been kind of posting on Instagram. <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> Quinn, tell us a little bit about what is it first? Okay, so the 100 Day Project was actually founded by Lindsay Thompson. You can go to her website, www.the100daysproject.com. She has a beautiful FAQ. You can sign up there. You can find more information. But really what the purpose of this is you have to pick a project and it can be one particular in project end goal. So my end goal is I really want to learn how to do videos better. I really want to learn how to edit videos better. And I really want to learn how to piece all the videos that I've recorded into an Instagram reel. I've been budging it for quite a while, just kind of like, oh, I have a video, I'll throw some music (laughs) and then we're good to go. But really, if you want to differentiate yourself a little bit more, you have to do a little bit more research. You have to really know how to get really good lighting because photographing things, you can easily take a still photo. Mm-hmm. But with a video, there's so much movement mm-hmm. and how to capture that image and how to take it to the next level. I think that's the really important part of why I want to do this project. Because Good for you, I've been re- 100 days. <laughs> I know, but I'm not forcing myself to create a video. Like to me, creating a video is pretty much putting something on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I am forcing myself to record a video every single day. So it might be butter, you know, throwing the ball, running around, the snow falling or whatever. I'm recording something, but trying to take different images, different lighting situations, just so I can know how to use my iPhone better. And also I've been trying to learn how to use the Fuji camera a little bit more on the video. And one thing I have realized right off the bat, I need a gimbal for my camera because my camera is so sensitive that me just rotating it around like easily like 180 degrees is so shaky. Mm -hmm. But I did find a workaround for it Luckily, you can edit things like that, which is amazing. (laughs) So if you guys have Adobe Premiere, there is a thing called a stabilizer that you can drop onto your video. And by some magical thing, it kind of, you know, warps your um, image a little bit. And it kind of fixes the shaking, which is 
unbelievable. <laughs> so you guys, if you go back in my videos, there's a couple of videos where it looks super clear and amazing. I actually put that on there because I was like, why is my hand shaking so much? <laughs> and I have to say, you have to zoom out quite a bit because what it does, it takes the outer premiere, the exterior of the video, and it kind of warps it a little bit. So the edges looks like it's like fluttering, which is really interesting. But the center part is all fixed and still, which is really amazing. But it takes up a lot of memory on your laptop. So don't do too many of it and don't do a long video because it just takes a lot of time, a lot of time to render out. To render it. So I do very short, under a minute video, but it still takes 10 minutes to render out, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And so I would say if you have an iPhone, I have the iPhone 13 and that really, I don't know how they do this camera, but no shaking is involved. They have a stabilizer built in. It's really, really great. Mm-hmm. And the thing that you have to remember, if you're focusing on Instagram Reels, you have to do everything portrait and not so much landscape. It's a little bit easier to edit in and it looks better because you want to take as much space for the eye to view your product as much mm-hmm. as possible. And I have to say, Jesse, your Instagram Reel is so beautiful. Aww. I love seeing your flowers. No I love that. The- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The music. You choose oh. perfect with oh, flowers. Well, that's what I listen to when I make when I make flowers. <laughs> so it just seems to make sense that it would be well what you should listen to when you're watching my reels. <laughs> you know, I did struggle with reels, especially when it first came out. I was like, oh, this is something else I have to learn again. And also because Instagram, like it has its own, like when you do the reels, you can put the reels together there. You can put like you can assemble everything there. But but mm-hmm. it's different because it's not a, like an app where you can save your work and then go back to it. Yes. So I was always nervous about And it freezes. It. Yes. It's, oh, it's so annoying. You Just when you get it all perfect and then it shuts down. Oh my gosh. And you're like, relax. No. And you're like, where did it go? Yeah. And then you have to restart everything again. So I, no, I, I, kudos to you for like trying to improve your, your videos and, and making better reels. I... The thing I struggle with the most is like, I'll, I'll take the videos and then I'll wait a couple of days later and then I'll forget like what I did. And it just takes mm-hmm. more time. And so now what I've learned is there is a saving option on the reels. So like once I like yes. record my little snippets, then I kind of put it on right away and I save it and I don't put any music or anything like that. Just so I don't waste like the mind, the my concentration that I had for the last 15 minutes trying to figure out, okay, Am I going to shoot this part of it? And then this part, and then I want to do this part because a couple of days later, you really don't even know what you shot. You're like, you actually have to mm-hmm. watch what you shot all over again and then figure out, yep. okay, does that, so it's just more work. So I've found, yeah, like the easiest thing is to shoot it immediately, put it onto the reels app reels part. I don't know in the way that you want it to go and mm-hmm. then save it. And it has no music, but it'll save like your 30 seconds or, or minutes reel onto your phone and then when you actually want to to post it just reload just that that particular 30 second one minute reel and then add your music to it granted that's assuming that you don't need like text coming in and out because <laughs> if you do yes. then you have to save all of that 
Yeah. And like, essentially you're spending a lot of time on wheels when you have time, right? Like you're saying, like you're taking, exactly. a, you know, a video of, of butter, like you're not going to have time right away to like post it, yeah. edit it and all that. So anyways, yeah, another workaround, you guys. Oh, yes. Yeah, so let, let me give one quick tip. So if you are editing reels, you can actually do it in Canva. If you have the Canva Pro, you can add your text, you can animate it, you can have the text pop in and out. That does take a little bit more time, but at least it's on your desktop and you can <laughs> yes. edit things and take your time and you can yes. see everything. And so that really is a, a favor. Another app that I actually use is called Video Shop is what I believe it's called. Let me double check. Yeah, it's called Video Shop where you can actually upload all even still photos and turn them into videos, which Ooh. has really helped. So if you have like a still video, you can say, I want this up for five seconds or one second or a second and a half. Mm-hmm. And then you can piece everything together because sometimes you notice, sometimes we upload things to the app, it'll crop things off. And you're like, no, I don't want that cropped off. Or you, you can't find that right area to crop. If you have an app, a video editing app, you can actually crop things in and piece it together and says, I know I'm going to spit it out at 59 seconds. And then you have everything <laughs> proper. And when you upload it, it does upload the whole 59 seconds, which is really helpful. Unless you're like piecing things together and you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many videos. I have to move this around and that around. And then it crashes and then you have to start <laughs> over. And then like the endless cycle. <laughs> I was trying to use like the, the yeah, pop in the, the text on this video and then it switches to a different video. You want to pop in the text. And like my fat fingers, I swear, I'm just like trying to get <laughs> like, you know, like get the, what do you call it? The timing right. And it's just, oh, yes. so it takes you like, I don't know, it takes me way too long to make one. Like, so, I know, way uh, too long. Yeah. No, so good yeah. for you for trying to improve your video. <laughs> yes. Okay, I that. Yeah. So there's another reason why I'm not still doing the videos right now is if you guys are not already signed up, Instagram is paying you to do your reels. So make sure you sign up. You got to hook up like a PayPal account or some some sort of payment account where they can pay you. And then you click on the reel that you're creating and you can optimize it to be paid out. And I've actually already received several payments from Facebook for doing these reels in the past six months. So yeah. I did see that post and it's only for the US residents right now. Oh yeah. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're like, Who's who's doing yeah. tons of reels? And I'm like, I wonder if she's getting paid, but she's not in the US. So I assume not. So she's not getting paid. Yeah. yeah. But they are paying out one, they're committed to paying out one billion dollars, which is wow. a lot of money. That is a lot. So of money. that's and no so wonder wait, can when I ask you how much do you get per reel then? So it's pennies, but I've gotten close to 200 per check. In the past few months, so I've gotten like over five hundred dollars from them. Wow! And so, which is nice for me, just creating videos. Yeah. And so, I want to optimize that a little bit more because who knows when this money's going to run out? So I got to like get on the game right now. Yeah, or else I'll be like, oh, it's done. <laughs> Enough people it's done. Videos. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because I, if you guys, I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of my feed right now. It's just video after yeah, video. Is, yeah. I do not see still photos anymore, which is kind of sad because I do love enjoying seeing that one still mm-hmm. photo. 
able to zoom in and see the details like yeah. oh my gosh that was actually, amazing. Like, there's there's something beautiful about stillness like you go into a museum or art gallery and you're you stand in front of a piece of work artwork and you yes. stare at it for hours yes and there's something really beautiful about that because you're really mm-hmm. letting all of your senses look at every single detail and it really is yeah something that I do miss on Instagram because as much as I like watching people's processes like that's not after a while I'm like just give me beauty. Give me like a beautiful shot. <laughs> right. I don't really care about. Yes. You know, that's what will feed me. Yes. Yeah. It is, it is kind of sad. Yeah. So I've been using my stories to put in still photos. At mm-hmm. least I can put it somewhere and people will see it. <laughs> it's true. I've been trying to like, uh, what do you call it? Experiment with kind of mixing it up where I do mm-hmm. combination. And there, there is a significant difference. Yeah, like the reach. there's definitely more like, views on that's videos. What bothers me yeah, the reach. It's not, that, that's what bothers me. It's like, it's fine if like only 10 people like it. But what bothers mm-hmm. me is nobody sees it. So of course there's only 10 people. Yes. Like it, right? Like my friend, exactly. I followed you because I want to see your work. Why am I not seeing your work? Like, I don't care what kind of format. Exactly. Video, still, mm-hmm. whatever. But if I'm not seeing your work, yeah. why am I following you? Like, and I exactly. understand that, that there's a difficulty in terms of, well, there's so many users now. Like, how are they going to get yeah. all that everyone on the feed? But at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I have to admit, I do love TikTok because they give you that option. They have two video streaming. One where it's the following. So if you follow anybody, this is all you're going to see. Yeah. And then they have another one that says for you, which way they will see what you like and then feed you new content, which is kind of fun. Uh-huh. So you can see new artists. But yeah. sometimes like, oh, I'm just tired. I, w- I really want to see who I want to see. So I'll click on the other channel. So I do wonder because, you know, Instagram, well, Facebook are going to implement that in as two streaming because I think that's a lot where Instagram is all about. I mean, you follow people that you love and you want to see work from them. So I wonder if that's going to be something that will be happening down the road. I definitely hope so. Because, I mean, Mm -hmm. yes, I do follow new people because I see the their work maybe pop up or someone else is tagging them. So that mm-hmm. says to me that my personally, I don't really, yes, there's an explore page, but I really don't go into it because I don't need to see the same things over and over, which is what they feed me. It's like, yes. no, I want to see fresh content. I want to see what the people who I'm following, who are they following? Like what inspires mm-hmm. them? That's how mm-hmm. I see it uh, for Instagram at least. And also yeah. when I hear about somebody, then I'll ask, oh, do they have an Instagram? page and that's how I find them as opposed to yeah. like the content that comes on the feed where it's sponsored or it's like hashtag or like stuff where I'm like I'm not even following these people why is it popping up it's the same mm-hmm. thing that I'm seeing all the time is that what I really want no I mean as an yeah. artist no I don't want to see the same thing over and over again I've already seen it all I want to see something new I want to see something different but I mean that's just me I, I understand why they would do the algorithm it makes sense mm-hmm. if you like one thing you'll like another but at the same time yeah. I mean, our world is so narrow because it's so, and we don't have control. If you love our podcast, please consider supporting us by hitting subscribe and writing us a review. And if you want to do a little more, consider making a donation on our website at www.papertalkpodcast.com. Every dollar of your gift goes into the making of this podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right? Yes. <laughs> as hard as we may try. Yeah. Let's go back to the 100 day project when does it end or when does it start when does it end so it started beginning of february 
and then it will end on May 24th. And so I'm hoping when we do our amazing workshop in Virginia, ending our awesome blossom, I'm going to be able to capture a lot of videos. You might see me with my camera around taking a lot of videos. I can piece it together. And hopefully on May 24th, I will collect them all and produce something super amazing. I'm doing awesome blossom overview of everything that's been happening in the past. Gosh, we've been doing this for like, we'll be doing it by then eight months Mm -hmm. in. Yes. which is such a huge commitment, but I'm so proud of our students. <laughs> oh, They've sure. been knocking out of the park with these amazing flowers. And so, they're so committed, like you said. They're so, so committed. committed. Still so enthusiastic. Yes. I'm sure if they joined the 100 Day Project, they'd be like on it. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I'm happy to see that you sign up for their newsletter, I think. Mm-hmm. you they, they have prompts. So it kind of yeah. gives you some ideas to play mm-hmm. with. Yeah, it's really great because what they do, they have a community too. So we have to get a paid community. I just don't have another time to go on to another community. And so I just get the free newsletter, which is great because it kind of reminds me, hey, am I on track to completing my project? Am I doing as much as I can or sharing in various different ways, which is, I think, really fun. And I also will go through the hashtag. Um, it's the hashtag the 100 day project. And you can see what other people are doing. And that really inspires me. It's like, oh, I haven't done that aspect of my project yet. So I'll implement that in or kind of schedule it in to make sure that I do make that happen. So that's been really fun. Just kind of having seen what other people are doing and just knowing that everyone else is also struggling to <laughs> creating content. <laughs> it's also like, oh, I'm not the only one. I don't have to pressure myself so much. I love the concept of two things. One, consistency. Right. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's one of the biggest things about creating is being consistent. So every day doing something. It doesn't yeah. have to necessarily I mean the hundred day project obviously is project based, but as you know, as a creative, to maintain that creativity, do something creative every day. And creativity could be many different in, in many different forms, right? It doesn't necessarily yes. have to be making paper flowers. It could just be doodling or you know, some people doodle all the time because <laughs> they're painting yes. and they're bored. Um, or they're cooking. <laughs> Right? They're cooking. Yeah. Like some people express themselves by cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. But just keeping yourself nourished, I think, with the creative spirit and energy, that consistency, I think, is how you can, what, how you will grow as an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the second point being like the commitment. It's like almost a public commitment, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> the public commitment <laughs> that, okay, I'm, I'm tagging and I'm the hashtag, the 100 yes. Day Project. Like it's a, what do you call it? an emblem of your commitment to a hundred yes. days doing this. And if like one day you don't like, and that, that hashtag's not there, it's kind of, it does really motivate you. <laughs> I know. It, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Cause I was like, Oh no, I posted it for, I forgot to tag them. I'm like, ah, I should go back and edit it and add that in. <laughs> it's such a, you probably have a sense of accomplishment when you're posting, you're like, Project. <laughs> yes, day, I don't know, 98. <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs> My to-do list, gone, done, yeah. yay. <laughs> it's so hard to be accountable just to yourself. When there's really so many is. other things going on, right? Like, it's so easy to just yeah. be like, oh, well, not today. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. It's easy. And, it's like, and I only have to please myself. And then you kind of put yourself last. And then that gets slide off. Yeah, it's, it's commitment. But also... I just know in past things that I've done, the more that I do it, 
the more time I touch and repeat it and practice and practice, the better I'm going to be at it. So I'm keeping that in mind, the reason why I'm doing it every single day. For sure. And I feel like it's kind of like an accelerated, so I don't want to say a course, but accelerated like a project in the sense that yes. like you have one commitment. Okay. If you didn't have this 100 day project, you might've taken a year to learn this because you're not going to be yeah. video recording every single day, maybe once a week or three times a week, but like that continuous stream of intention, I guess, doing, really there? Yeah, yeah. intention. That's a great word. It's like mm-hmm. a week later, you yeah. like kind of forget what you learned, like what you, those little things that you're like, oh, wait, that, that's what I learned. Okay, I'm going to try it again. Yeah, but if you do it like a week later, you kind of have to start over a little bit, you know, kind of yes. like start a little bit over, overlap and then yep. learn again mm-hmm. versus every day. Exactly. How did I go about doing it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, and I don't know, some things maybe you're recording. You're never going to have yeah. on the kitchen table for two weeks. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this one area downstairs. It's right by our outdoor. Well, it's, there's a little space where we're not using right now because it's winter but there's a back door that doesn't have any blinds. It's just a clear glass pane. And so that brings in actually really good filter light because we have a giant tree. I don't get direct light, but I get a lot of uh, light. And so I've been cleaning this little area as my photography video area (laughs) while placing. And I have a fixed lens and so I can't zoom in. So I physically either have to be on a chair to get a really far away look or to get, I can crouch down and get a really close look. Yeah. And so that's been really nice to have. And one thing, since I upgraded my camera, I actually have a flip screen. So if I go really, really high, yeah. I can pull out that screen and be able to see it without them. Like, where's the thing? That's yeah. what I was struggling with before. That is a really good, t- a good tip. If you had, and I usually yeah. the ones without a flip are a little bit less expensive. So if you ever buy, thinking about buying a camera, yeah. Pay that little extra more to get that flip screen because yeah. you don't know what like position you might be in when you're taking <laughs> exactly. Picture. You're like 20 shots in, it's like, oh no, I totally the outside part of it. It's just so when your your arm is like way up high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, we've all been there. I used to yes. actually have one without one. And then I started boring my dad's DSLR that had one, which was more expensive. And that's how yeah. I shot my book, actually. Because that's amazing. Like, how else would you shoot something down when, like, and I'm really short, right? So it literally yeah. wouldn't work. Like, <laughs> you you have your arms underneath. You need the photos from above, and you're like, where do I? Like, you can't see it, right? Yes, the exactly. Not you can't you. See it. And also because like the, those ones tend to not be able to tether as well with on computers, so you can't just tether it to a computer and see a computer screen while you're doing it. So just something from our experience. <laughs> if you're going to buy yes. a camera. Go a little, don't go with the least expensive one. Go with one that's a little bit higher, not high, high end, but something mm-hmm. in the middle where there's a flip screen and maybe tethering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That um, really, really does help a lot. Yeah. And also if you a can get a US, no, most cameras now, you can have a USB attachment yeah. that you can attach to your computer. So yeah. that's really important. Yeah. But um, I wanted to check in with you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. How are you pampering yourself these days <laughs> oh so I wanted to check in with you <laughs> because we're like in, in the middle of our season how That's are you pampering true. yourself these days well I don't know if it's considered pampering but I 
I started going back to the gym. (laughs) I started going back to the gym. And I guess that's like my hour away from the kids and chaos. Um, And it's also the hour where I tried to get stronger. Yeah. It's funny because when I was younger, you know, it's all about like, yeah, getting fit and fit. The definition of fit is so like loose, especially as you're getting older. It's not, I'm lucky. I don't, you know, I have never really had any too much unwanted weight, but since I injured my ankle in 2017 and I had surgery um, on my ankle, my, it's really affected my whole body. And you really don't realize that until it happens when you don't have use of one leg. So what happened, I mean, obviously it's in a cast, it was in an air cast and then it was in a real cast for like a total of, I don't know, like eight weeks or something. And during those two months, I lost so much muscle um, in my leg that one, it was noticeable, but two, it did affect my overall body. So the way that my body walk, you compensate for that, right? And also because uh, I've had injuries on that ankle, it was, it was one, just weaker in general. And then two, with muscle loss, it was even weaker. So I had some issues with that. And you saw, because when I went, when I was teaching in Toronto, um, 2019, during the workshop, like I had like cramps on my leg and I was like hovering or uh, sorry, hobbling around. I was also pregnant at the time too. I was like six months, six, seven months pregnant, Mm -hmm. other months too. So like the weight, like anyways, so the weight really messed it up too. But so now at this age, for me, it's not really about getting fit, getting, you know, whatever weight or anything. It's really about strengthening my leg, strengthening my ankle so that I can walk and run. I can run. I can't even really run right now without injuring it again and without pulling anything. Because I literally like can walk down the stairs, click my heel and injure it. Like that's how weak it is. And if you don't know what the injury was, was I dislocated my ankle. That's what happened. So that was the big injury. That was very unfortunate. So yeah, I, I would have to say nowadays, yeah, going to the gym is pampering myself. Before it wasn't, I didn't consider it pampering. It wasn't really a luxury. It was like, I had time, but now it, now it is. Now it's like, mommy, got, mommy has to go to the gym so that I can stay strong and I can run with you and keep up with you. You know, that's yes. what I'm doing now. It's not about like, oh, I need to stay fit. I need to like run laps. It's like, so I can keep up with my kids. So long story short. Yeah. I would have to say going to the gym, doing weights. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Fastest way to get fit. Fastest way to yes. strengthen my legs, doing weights. Uh, that's what I, that's how I came from myself. What about you, Quinn? So I've been actually chai. So masala yes. chai. And mm-hmm. I, I got inspired by TikTok. This one guy mm-hmm. named Chai guy he's this Indian guy and he talks about how everybody's doing chai wrong and I realized I was doing it wrong (laughs) and so luckily I had a tin black tea from Hardy and Sun and it's actually Indian spice is what it's called and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to do one part water and then one part of your milk and because I'm lactose intolerant um, he recommended getting the Oakley that's full fat to get the full amp of it. And so what you do is you take your spices, your ginger, your cardamom, your cinnamon, and you crush it and you throw it into the water. You let it boil up and then you pour in your choice of milk and then you let it boil and you put your tea in too. And you let that boil and the foam has to almost reach and spill over the pot, but it doesn't. You turn it off 
And then what you do is you um, put the lid back on and you let it seep for two minutes and you take it out, you add your sugar. And then the critical part, which it does make a big difference is you aerate it. So when, what he does is he pours the tea or like in the cup back and forth. But I also have this amazing gadget from Amazon for $10. I love it. <laughs> it's uh, one of those battery operated foam mixer. And so I just push a button and it aerates it. So I don't <laughs> like make a mess going back and forth. Yeah. And so that to me brings in the foam, brings in the air, and it just lightens everything up. And I add a little bit extra hot water because I like my not so thick because it is full fat oak, yeah. even though it's diluted by one part water. <laughs> but I like it a little bit more loose. But that's been really wonderful. And I, I do love chai tea. Oh, and too. it's just really warming. And mm-hmm. we've been getting a lot of snow lately. Mm-hmm. And so it's been comforting just to hold a hot cup of tea in my hand. For sure. I can only imagine. Like, it's cold outside and you just want something warm to, like, warm every inch of your body up. I'm yes. have to look that up, chai guy. <laughs> yes, chai guy. You'll love him. He's super funny and he's just great. And he has the his favorite chai recipe pinned on his top. So you can just click on it. It's great. I have to ask him. I don't have TikTok. <laughs> I, I just him. can't. I just can't. You um, know, the reason why I've gotten TikTok is to watch and analyze other people's video. Mm-hmm. It is so amazing how people can piece together videos yeah. and time it to all the different music so it just yeah. like perfectly lands I have not accomplished that at all I've tried <laughs> and I think I have to I have to take it to like Adobe Premiere yeah. and really look at the time sequence to yeah. land all those beats yeah. and I've been noticing people will share like if you place a photo this is where the seconds that you need to put it that's yeah. what I need because I can't do it on my phone like yeah real time with it's Instagram really hard. yeah it's well, so what, hard trying well, to well, that's the thing too with Instagram is like you like once you choose your music, you choose like what part of the music. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, it's kind of like counterintuitive because you're like, well, before I choose what part, shouldn't I kind of see how it works? Like what part of it works well with the, when my, my screen yes. changes or something? Like, yep, yep. I think it's really so, hard. So one thing I've been doing, you guys, which you should do too, is you can actually save the audio. So what I do is if I see a, a reel or a TikTok and they show the sequence, the time where you need to spot things, I'll take a screenshot of it. And also I'll save the music because everything is already lined out. Mm-hmm. So you just need to drop in your photos, put it together and then choose the music and then pop it in. Yeah. I find that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it manually, it's so time consuming because yeah. you have to find yes. like the music part. You got to yeah. find the right section and then you have to like piece all your photos together. It takes so much time so and effort. Time. Which is yeah. another reason why I choose classical music because there aren't as many beats. Because <laughs> 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 the beat heavy ones. Yeah. It makes sense that it's like, bam, bam, bam. bam like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's entertaining, but it's so it much is. work. So much work. Oh my God. It's so, so much work. Okay. If you guys have any tips on reels, or any yes. insight into how to make it easier for all of us, please share. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need it. <laughs> all right, you guys. I hope you've been enjoying season five. And of course, if you ever need us, you know where to find us. We're in all the social media pieces and <laughs> email us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. We would love to thank you, our listener, and especially our patrons for supporting our podcast, Paper Talk, and for making season five possible. <laughs>